I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Monday. Oh, Nelly, we got issues here. We got problems, Houston. Mm, is he, Deshaun Watson's shoulder a bigger problem than we all thought? Good afternoon and welcome. This is the Fanatical Elves Network, and I'm uh, John Suchan, and I have a tendency to be overreactive anyway i'm a diehard fan like you and unlike some other browns fans and other contributors on our network i tend to overreact so this show is called overreaction browns monday because i bring the overreactions as those thoughts that you have in the back of your mind as a browns fan mm, i'll talk about it so what the hell is going on that's what we want to know. Deshaun Watson. Everybody thought he was playing Sunday against the Baltimore Ratbirds. And even the Browns thought he was playing Sunday. Oh, but no. By the way, is this like going to be the new like saga of Deshaun Watson? Have we already we've already read chapter one? where Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Browns and deals with all this off-the-field trouble that he's created for his life. And now we're into Chapter 2, 3, and 4, where we start finding out a little bit about Deshaun Watson and what's he's made of. What is he made of? Hmm. I keep hearing Baker Mayfield's name being brought up recently. I wonder why. Oh, that's right. 
Baker had a shoulder injury. Everybody remember that? Oh, I do. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Baker decided to do a tackle in game two of the season against the Houston Texans and then decided to play the remaining part of the season, probably telling medical staff all season long, I'm ready to go. I'm good to go, even though his shoulder was crap. So now we speed ahead and we got Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Everything's good to go going into this game. He even gets the medical clearance to play Sunday. But no, he goes out there and he starts throwing little passes, five yards, 10 yards, and he shuts it down. He just didn't feel right. Now, I don't know who to blame right now. Who are we blaming, Browns fans? I mean, on one moment, I want to blame Deshaun Watson. Other moment, I want to blame Steady Eddie. That is AKA Kevin Stefanski. What the hell is going on? What the elf is going on? That's what Joel, my contributor colleague would say, man, what the elf is going on today's press conference with Kevin steady, Kevin Stavansky, steady Eddie. Well, he got the medical clearance. So he got the medical clearance. Yes, he got the medical clearance. So he just didn't feel right. He just didn't feel like he wanted to give it a go. He just, you know, that was his, that's what he told Kevin Stefanski and everybody else around him. I just didn't feel it. I want to give it my 110% and I just didn't feel it. What the elf is going on? Big problem, folks. We paid this man $230 million. We didn't. The Browns paid him millions of dollars, bazillions of dollars, and draft picks. And now we're in chapter two, three, four of the Watson saga. My Lord. Mm. This is over reaction Monday. So hopefully by Thursday, I've calmed down. Probably not. Join us for the Fanatical Elves show Thursday night as contributors like Steve Gill, who just did the Dog Pound South podcast earlier today. Great show. Uh, Joel Cade, the left guard, Elliot Cannell, uh, the, the rocket scientist. Boy, I wish we had the rocket scientist uh, Josh Dobbs back here from the Cardinals. Steve Gill even said P.J. Walker, who the, the Browns third stringer, even had as a better four and three record. Why didn't the Browns consider starting him? I know. I know. DTR was the backup, won the backup role. But for God's sakes, what? Okay, let's talk about Steady Eddie. What the hell were you doing last yesterday with the play calling? Lord have mercy. Okay, so you're pissed off probably with Watson because Watson tells you an hour before game time, hey, man, I don't feel really good. I got to shut it down. I don't want to, you know, I don't. if I can't give it my best, I just don't want to do it. I'm a $230 million quarterback. I'm the bionic man. Oh, I just can't do it. So you kind of put Stefanski there on, you know, on this island, sort of like he's got, okay, what the hell am I going to do? Well, steady Eddie, one thing you shouldn't do is give the your rookie fifth-round draft pick the playbook of the first 20 pay, plays that you scripted for Deshaun Watson. He's not Deshaun Watson for a reason. 
And if you're the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, you've got to have better skill set and better mindset and a better coaching ability to understand that. And even as the game progressed, you got to adjust. Steve Gill pointed out, and it's true, if you all forget the first play of the game, what did the Browns do? Oh, that's right. They ran a, a run play for 25 yards by Jerome Ford, but stupid Amari Cooper made a stupid, not, not stupid Amari Cooper, he made a stupid holding call. It was brought back for 25 yards. Uh, the 25-yard gain was lost. Amari Cooper is one of our best players, hands down. We need the guy. But more to the point of this is why didn't the Browns not try to run the damn ball? Yeah, you heard me right. Run the damn ball. I know those of you out there in la-la land who like to write a lot about the Cleveland Browns all like to – point to us fans and other people that write about the Browns and think that we're a bunch of idiots because we talk about the Browns running the ball. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, in a game like yesterday, it would have helped. It would at least slow down the Baltimore Ravens, but you keep on writing your, your stuff and all that stuff that you think is all right. Cause you're not right. So carry on anyway, back to what the Browns didn't do. They didn't run the damn ball. They threw the ball 36, 40 times. They ran the ball about 15 or 20. No one even got 10, 10 carries in that game. Where was Kareem Hunt? Former, you know, good guy. I know he's coming back second game, but give him a few extra runs. Jerome Ford, what the hell? Give him some extra runs. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. There are just too many things that happen in that game that were like, you know, scratching our heads and going, what the hell? We're watching the game, and I don't know if Stefanski steady Eddie just was overwhelmed and he was stressed and he just couldn't figure it out. But you got a lot of guys and a lot of other coaches on that team. Can somebody not recognize what the hell was going on yesterday? Now we're overreacting. This is overreacting Browns Monday. Don't forget that. But what the hell is wrong with Watson's shoulder? And is this a bigger problem? Houston, we have a problem. The idea that what happens next is concerning, right? You got a bye week. But now we have this new thing uh, in this new chapter in Watson's book. He has a problem with his shoulder. How serious is it? Is it really serious? If the med medical staff cleared you, are you just being a wimp? Are you being a $230 million wimp because you don't want to hurt your, your pretty shoulder? What the hell's wrong with you, Watson? And then if you don't want to play, okay, then Kevin Stefanski, what the hell were you doing last week? If you knew Watson was on the sideline and you were giving DTR all the reps, did you not think maybe, hey, maybe let's do some plays and sets for DTR? And Lord, you know, who knows what's going to happen when we come back to play San Francisco. If Watson is not available 
then you're going to go with DTR again. All right, Kevin, steady Eddie, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to run a few run plays and you're going to stick with it? Like my colleague, Steve Gill talked about, you're down seven, three, you're down 14 to three. Oh, let's just keep chucking it. So let's keep chucking the ball in the Lake Erie. What the hell are you doing? You're not playing with superstar here. You're playing with DTR. I know everyone got excited early on about his, you know, preseason dynamite. Oh my God. He was dynamite. Good. No one could stop him. We thought the same damn thing about Josh Dobbs. Hmm. So lots of things to consider. And we are overreacting today. Will our reactions calm down by the later in the week? We have a bye week, by the way, by the way, folks. We do have a bye week. So we can all calm down, including myself. But again, it comes back. October 15th. The Browns play the San Francisco 49ers, who are likely the probably the best team in the NFL. Now, if you had asked me before the Browns play the Ravens, I did say, like, this could be a preview of what maybe the Super Bowl could be. Now, we've talked this way before. And what was really disheartening, even to hear my colleague Steve Gill earlier on the Dog Pound South podcast talk about, was the idea that we thought, right, you thought, Browns fans, that just maybe, just maybe, this Browns team and that Browns defense maybe had turned the corner and we weren't the same old Browns. Mm. And then reality hit. And what were they not doing yesterday? They weren't tackling. Oh, I'm sorry. In football, what are you supposed to do? Oh, I'm sorry. Tackle. Yeah, tackle. What the hell? And that's the problem with this organization and with these players. And it's mostly, you know, these players that are playing in the system. They love Jim Schwartz, but the moment, the moment there was adversity and I get it that they were on that, that field and it was 80 degrees. I understand that, but you're an NFL team. You play that Sunday, you put it all out there. And several of those defensive players were not putting it all out there yesterday. That was a game that could have stayed a game if the defense decided they wanted to keep it that way, but they chose not to. I don't know if I want to blame the coaches or the players. I blame both. It's the coach's responsibility to get these guys geared up and ready to play, but it's the player's responsibility also to maintain that focus. And they weren't focused. And they were missing tackles left and right and playing like crap. So out the window goes all that euphoria about the Browns' defense. Now what the hell are we going to get in week six when they come back and play the San Francisco 49ers? Who knows? Who knows? Do you know? I don't know. I'm going to guess as much as, as much as you you are. At this point, just throw throw up a coin and hope that it's the right call. <laughs> uh, overreaction Monday. We love Overreaction Mondays. Hey, stay tuned this week. We've got a Johnny Cleveland podcast. That's my show coming up later this week. And I've got a special guest. I can't wait to have him on. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Browns. We're going to be talking about sports and just the sports world in general. He's a great philo philosopher of sports and uh, can't wait to introduce him later this week on the Johnny Cleveland podcast. So tune in for that. We have uh, Joel Cade, our left guard with the what the elf was that 
And then Elliot will be joining Joel for the Browniacs show. And then Rod Bloom later this week will be having his Browns Blitz show. And uh, so lots of things to look forward to. And, uh, you know, we again here at the Fanatical Ellswood Network want to thank you, the fan, you loyal diehard fans for following along on our show. We have gained ginormous amounts of followers in the last month, the last couple of weeks. Our downloads are exploding. I mean, I'm talking 100, 200% more than we've done in, in the last month, which is extraordinary. And we can only do it because you are listening and tuning in, sharing our Fanatical Elves Network with the, your friends and Browns fans alike. We need to unite. Stick with us. We love talking Browns. Yes, we are overreacting because that's what we do as Browns fans. That's something that we are proud of as a Browns fan. Yes, we overreact and we love it. So keep overreacting. <laughs> And we'll catch you next time. Again, thank you for joining us on the Fanatical Elves Network. Go Browns!